Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we're talking to Teresa Reed, also known as the Tarot Lady. But Teresa has been in my world, and I feel like I've been in hers for years at this point. She was a member of the very first round of Fearless Launching, and her business has literally flourished and just evolved and changed in so many amazing ways. I can't wait for you to hear what she's up to lately. So let's get into it. The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. Teresa, I am so excited to chat with you because honestly, it feels like I actually chat with you most days because even if I don't see you live on Instagram, when you go on in the morning, I'm always going to watch it in the afternoon or whenever, whenever I have a moment to spare. So it feels like in some weird way, I know what's going on with you. Is that weird? No, that's not <laughs> weird. You know, I, every morning I get up, I've been doing these transit reports now for a year. I've been actually doing card of the day things for many years, but um, on social media, but I started doing the transit reports about a year ago and I found that people really seem to resonate with them. And so I said, you know what, I'm just going to keep doing it. And it's been helping people to navigate their day. But oftentimes I think, uh, I, I'm greeting people. I get to know people this way. And I tell stories about my own personal life and the crap that's going on with me. So I think people really do feel like they're in the tarot ladies world every day, not just getting transfer reports, but kind of getting a report on what's up with me and Benny, the plastic goat. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it is it. I, I find that I'm well, first of all, I go to like only two live streams and I do go to them on a daily basis if I'm watching them later, but I, I watch them in some form and both of them have that same feeling of this is a community. So of course there's like the cast of characters. There's people who kind of show up every single day and you call them out. And I love that. And, um, I mean, this really digs into something that I noticed right away. I was like, gosh, you know, I, and by the way, I've had conversations with many, many, Many people who are like, have you seen what Teresa Reed is doing? I kind of want to do that, but for myself and and show up every day. And I'm like, well, she just started and she just does it. She just shows up every day. That's what she does. So you just have to kind of commit to it, right? You do. And you know, it's funny because the way this whole uh, Instagram live thing happened is my publisher for my astrology book, which came out last year, they asked, they said, could you do some kind of a thing on Instagram live or I'm like, Oh my God, I hate the camera. Oh, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, well, what the hell, what have we got to lose? Let's just do this. And so I basically did just that. I just dove in and committed. I did a 12 day astrology giveaway thing. 
And once it was coming to the last day, people were like, oh, my God, this has been so much fun. Are you going to continue? And I, again, I just kind of just jumped in, and I didn't even have a clear idea of what I was going to do. All I knew is that I was going to get up, and I was going to tell people, maybe what's going on with the planet. So now it's developed into uh, they get to know about the planets, they get some fast fortunes with tarot, you know. So every day I just started, and it's only because my publisher kind of nudged me, and I think the thing is, people often think they've got to do this tremendous planning in order to do something like what I'm doing. I got to tell you, Anne, there was no planning. And what people might be shocked to know is every morning, that's ad-libbed. Yeah. That's not me with a script at all, at all. So I just say whatever's on my mind and let the chips fall where they may. And I even get controversial sometimes, you know. And yeah, you got to just do you. And I think that's the other thing is because it is ad-libbed. It's not scripted. Um, you're really getting my unfiltered brain. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's, first of all, like when people, okay, so people poo-poo being consistent, but they're, but consistent doesn't have to be weekly newsletter, weekly, you know, this and that and the other thing. Yep. It can be literally you showing up. But I do think consistency is important because otherwise, how are people going to know you're even there? They have to oh, know yeah. you're around. You know what I mean? So like I and and I know like your six second tarot that you've been doing, like I go over there every day. After a while, it just becomes the habit, the part of my day. And that's that is like that's amazing for you because you've got all these people who you're part of their morning ritual. Yes, yes, absolutely. And you know, the consistency thing is huge. And this is something I see in my industry a lot, where people will do something for a little while, then it's not taking mm -hmm. off, they give up, they try something new, and then they, they're gone for a while. And then they wonder why nothing is gaining traction. It's because you didn't give it enough time. Yeah, I mean, I see that. I see that a lot, because I probably I've been really cutting myself back and like watching all the YouTube tarot mm -hmm. kind of readers. But the truth is, what I've done is cut out the people who just aren't consistent, or they're just yep. all over the place. And you're like, dude, either it's just too much. And I just don't even know what you're doing. Or it's like, you're not even there. Or you're just, you know, Pisces is the last sign. So I'm like, waiting, <laughs> waiting forever for right. their Pisces reading, and it never comes or something like that. So I, I agree. Like, I, I know, I don't know if you hear this a lot about, you don't have to do consistent content, but you got to show up consistently. Mm -hmm. You do. I don't agree with that at all. I think here's the thing. And especially right now, we are living in a time where everything is so hurla burla. Everything is so unpredictable. People need an anchor. They need an anchor. Yeah. And I really think that this is important for entrepreneurs and anybody who's in a business to really hear this very carefully. They need an anchor. They need to feel that there's something they can depend on. And as much as this morning thing that I do every day, it's not a big deal. It's, you know, me taking 20 minutes, half an hour chatting with people. That may be a small slice of my time, but it means so much for so many people who are trying to navigate this crazy world we're living in right now. So one thing that you really want to think about is, this is about being of service too. consistency yeah. is of service. You're helping people to know you're going to be there for them. And yeah. if you are reliable in your work, you know what people are going to want to work with you. People like to work with people they know, like, and trust. That's the old statement, right? Yeah. Well, they're not going to know you or like you or trust you if you only show up half the time. Yeah, it's true. And I, listen, I know it's hard. And I, I know that some people like are worried, but I can't do that every day. Well, you have to, you still have to find your consistent 
Whatever yes, that is. Yes, you're consistent. Maybe once a week. Yeah. Like have a weekly thing, a weekly chat. There's, or, or at least a monthly thing. There's so much you can do to give people something to look forward to. It, and, and I got to say, when people say, I can't do that, <laughs> you can find a way to do it. I'm sorry. I you call know. BS on that. Because if you can't, call- then why do you have your business? If you can't do something regularly, then forget about it. Just go. Bye. Right. And also, here's another thing to think about. You could do something, a smaller version. Like my six-second tarot literally takes six seconds, and I do it in one take. Once in a while, I'll do it in two or three takes if my, you know, get the date wrong or something. It takes literally less than a minute, and it is up there. That's it. Yeah. My morning routine, getting ready. You know, I get up, I do a card of the day. And so I, I post that. It takes me for the card of the day in the morning, maybe 10 minutes and then six second tarot, put another, let's put five minutes on it to just say for whatever. So that's 15 minutes. And then I do an extended thing over on my Patreon account. And that usually takes me about 15, 20 minutes. So in a half an hour in the morning, I've got my main marketing and service to my clients. And then I make time for about 20 minutes, half an hour to do that little morning transit report. And that's it. In the morning, I've got all this wonderful gifts I'm bringing to people to help them. Yeah. Wonderful gifts. And you know what? People appreciate that. Yeah. You know, you're right. And, you know, there's someone else. I don't know if you've seen what he's done because it probably, it might come, no, it doesn't come around the same time because he's Pacific Coast. But Pat Flynn is one person. I don't know if he's been around for years and he's been very consistent as well. He started doing during, at the beginning of quarantine, just going live every single day on YouTube. Yep. And I think that's that's what it takes. And for him, he's got a couple kids. He's a busy, you know, it's not like he yep. doesn't have other things to do, but he makes it a priority. He sometimes stays for a couple of hours to do it. Yeah. And I, I got to say, if he's talking hours, I, I really respect that. I, I don't have time for that. You know, I am, I've got a very busy writing schedule and I'm finishing up the last of my client work for the year. Uh, so I don't have time to do hours, but... I make time every day for something, a little something. It's just a little something. Yeah, I love it. And so you actually mentioned something I was going to ask you about. When did the Patreon thing happen or start? And what is it? Talk to me about it. Yeah, so when I was in Hawaii, I was talking to somebody there, and she had a Patreon account. And I've got friends who've got Patreon accounts. I've always shied away from it. That's oh, it's one more thing to do. And she was telling me, listen, you could do all your teaching there. And one of the reasons why I've shied away from a lot of online teaching is because it's always been such a headache. It's like, oh, you got to like get the replay. You got to send out the emails. You got to try to do this. And it, just the whole thought of it made me nauseous. So I always did very little of it. Well, she started telling me how I could do that and all kinds of other things in this little Patreon thing. So I said, you know what? Let me take a better look at it. And she helped me set it up. And so basically over on Patreon, what I do is I do extended card of the day for everybody at the lowest tier. And the extended card of the day is much more than what I put on the regular social media. I even include like an interpretation for the world stage and I add astrological tidbits. So every day you're getting a really great forecast. We also do a community tarot practice where everybody can give their two cents to a different tarot size that I do once a week. I also do my political astrology over there. That's one of my passions. Which I love that. I love it when you start talking that stuff. Yeah. So I mean... Just the other day, I posted something about the debates and what, what we can expect. You know, so all of this is stuff at the lower level. And then at the upper levels, they can have access to a tarot class, uh, plus all the other stuff. 
the next level, they can have access to the tarot class, all the other stuff, plus an astrology class. And then the next level, all of those things, plus a business class. So once a month, they eat, they, we have three different classes. And I even do little special events. And I've got new things I'm adding in January that I'm not talking about yet. So what it really is, it's a community where I can teach and I can share things with people that are interesting. And it's a great deal of fun. And the best part, Anne, there's no commitment. People can come and go. It's like they might come in. I love that. They might leave. They might go up a tier. They might go down a tier, depending on their budget. They might go away for a while, come back. So there's this beautiful open door policy where nobody feels like they're obligated. And I think that's what's really beautiful about Patreon. And, you know, frankly, it's just so easy for me to do the teaching there because Patreon ends up sending the reminders, doing the replays and housing them there. I don't have to touch any of it. Well, that's what I was going to say. Patreon is kind of sweet, actually, because you don't have to set up a members area. You don't have to do kind of anything. You don't even have like it. Patreon like someone can just go there, search for you and join. Yes. And exactly. so like it really takes all of that, that extra workout. And then the way I just think it's brilliant, Teresa, the way you market it is just very like, hey, this is what we're doing over there. Yeah. I mean, join I us if you want. Normal. You know, you're just like, hey, if you want more than this, come over there. But it's not anything that feels like difficult. It's just very natural. It's just something that's there for people. It's another way to access my work and to learn and to study with me and to connect with other like-minded people. And again, the beautiful thing about it is it's no stress and it's no no hard feelings if someone comes and goes. It's like, that's what it's there for. This is like your community for tarot and astrology lovers. And again, no obligation, which I think is very freeing for people, especially again, in times right now where everything is so unpredictable and you don't know if your income is going to be good one month and not the next. So yeah. I love that about Patreon. Yeah. And then you're not really, you don't have to do any housekeeping in there, do you? Do they like, does Patreon kind of just pay you directly, you know, or do you have to like go in and, you know, remove people, anything like that? Or when people leave, I don't have to do anything. They just leave on their own accord. And it just, they're they're just gone. Like, for example, let's say you are at the tier where you get all the classes and you decide I'm going down to the lower tier now. Now, Patreon takes care of that. And that means you no longer have access to all the, all the classes in the higher tiers. You get everything on the lower tier. I don't have to deal with it. So if you then decide that you want a higher tier, boom, you're all set. If you want out, awesome. If you want to come back, awesome. It's all taken care of. I don't have to do anything except go in there and deliver content. <laughs> which is fun, which then becomes fun. Yes. And which is wh- where your brain should be is on serving. And you don't have to worry about the other piece of it. So I just no. love that. You know, one thing I was uh, I wrote down before we I got on the phone with you was that I love that you like it's like so many people kind of see artists, people who in there, they call woo-woo or whatever someone is called or someone like that, that you can't be systematized or you can't be no nonsense. But honey, you haven't met Teresa Reed because like, I just feel like that's you. You, you already were like when we first met, when, when you were launching some things back then, you were very just like systematized. How can we make this like a kind of a, a process that we do every single time, every single time. And so I just feel like you've got that dialed in. And what is your sign? What are you? Well, 
the, the reason why, there's always an astrological reason. For I'm like, reason. Is, what well, are you? <laughs> I'm actually a Gemini, which makes me able to do more than one thing at once. However, I've got three planets in Virgo. Order okay. is extremely important to me. And I have intercepted Capricorn in the third house. So my brain is wired to be very much thinking like a CEO. Yeah. Um, and I can also, because of the Virgo element, I can handle things like a secretary. I've got a very versatile chart. And so I'm good at looking at the big picture and setting goals and being very, very organized. Everything is systemized. Everything is very organized. And my calendar is especially extremely organized. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I, that's, I, I, I get like, I don't know why I couldn't guess Virgo because that's my, that's my rising sign. So people see that, but then I'm actually a Pisces. So I'm kind of a mess inside and I'm also Libra. So I'm a little bit people pleasing so i'm because i'm trying to like always keep the peace kind of keep everything uh, balanced yeah, and everybody that's very libra um I've got libra rising and i've gotten i think it's because i'm getting older and i'm getting close to 60 i care very little now about if i'm pleasing someone it's like <laughs> it doesn't mean i don't want to do a good job i yeah. always do but if someone doesn't get me if someone doesn't like me if someone says oh you know she offended me i don't care just go it's okay yeah no, i don't have time i don't chase after people that's not my bag yeah i'm calling myself out nowadays on the people pleasing and not and being okay with conflict and letting it be there if it needs to be you know and not feeling like i need to make make peace because i'm in the house with a i think my daughter's pisces but she's got aries and her chart. so she's a little fiery and yes. you know and really just, I like that. She likes a fight. She likes a good fight. <laughs> that girl. Yeah, I've got a husband with a moon in Aries. I mean, and oh he's goodness. Mr. Boundary King. Yeah. I well, so you're boundaries too. Yeah, you've yeah, definitely I got it from him. Yeah, that's interesting. That's it. but so so what I want to like uh, that's why I wanted that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you because so many creatives co come out of the woodwork or or people who are you know creative coaches and everybody's like really soft and fuzzy and and you're someone who could be that but you're very systems oriented uh -huh. and like you said organized and boundaries and you know I love that I feel like you're a good example. Well, they're very, it's very essential, actually, because I'm actually very soft. I'm super hypersensitive. Um, I would I'm never very, get that, though. Nobody would... ever gets that, unless you know me. I've got, I'm a bleeding heart. I am the type of person, if I see somebody on the street, I'm going to open my pockets. I'm going to hand it out to them. I care very, very deeply about people. And I can be in relationships, I can be extremely codependent. Mm. So one of the things I've had to learn in my lifetime, if I want to be happy, if I want to be really happy, those boundaries have to be hard core, because oftentimes I get taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah, I basically have to, someone once told me that I have empath tendency, so I've got to keep it zipped up yep. around other people. They'll just poke holes in me. Oh, yeah. Um, and and I get my feelings hurt a lot. Yeah, and I, I get that. And that's also why, if you get that as a Pisces, mm -hmm. Pisces, and I mean, if you've got Pisces and Libra in your chart, and I have both, you're going to be, <laughs> you will be a marshmallow. Yeah. And if people find that sensitive spot in you, they are going to find a way to poke at it and hurt your feelings. And I I mean, that doesn't mean I don't get my feelings hurt anymore, but I used to get my feelings hurt all the time. Mm. Now, partially age and also partially life lessons and boundaries and all of that. And my spiritual practice, I'm just like, you know what? Uh -uh, this isn't my problem. And that's one of the statements I use all the time. That's not my problem. Oh, I love that. 
That's it's a problem. simple statement, but it it's is. a good one because for people with that Libra tendency, we think everything is our problem. And Pisces, everything's your problem. <sighs> and so we're super, super sensitive and just saying, oh, wait, this person doesn't like me. That's not my problem. Or today, everybody is feeling anxious about the state of the world. That's not my problem. You know, this is important for empaths to yeah. keep that in mind. It's not my problem. Yeah. I, I, yes. I know this. I'm shaking my head here. Yes, it's not my problem. That's something I, I, I think I need to put that on a post-it note and put it on my, you know, my laptop here because that's that's the lesson for me for today, for sure. Yeah, it's a so hard lesson. It is. It is. So let me ask you now, like the one thing we haven't talked about are your books because you're an author and you've actually had several books come out over the last several years. And I want to talk about that whole process and like, how did, how did that start? Did you self-publish to start with? Did you like, what, what was the kind of like the overarching, I mean, not to keep you here for 10 hours, but you know what I mean? Like what, how did it start? Well, how it started is I was busy. And I mean, I've known you for quite a while now. I was busy building my platform. Mm -hmm. and blogging and podcasting and putting all my stuff out there and building my social media thing and taking care of my clients. And it ended up leading to a lot of opportunities for me to teach and speak. And I was speaking at an event and there was a publisher who attended the event and they came up and they said, hey, listen, are you interested in writing a book? And I said, yes. And they said, we're looking for a tarot book for our company and we'd love to talk to you. Wow. So, yeah, and that's how it happened. So uh, we had a, had a conversation. They told me what they were looking for. I created a proposal, sent the proposal in. They said, we love this. Let's get to work on it. And that's how my first book came about. And then the next three books, the way they came about is um, the Tarot for Troubled Times book. Uh, Shaheen Miro and I taught a class together. Right after the election, so many of our clients were freaking out that we thought, well, let's do a class so people can learn how to really work with this energy and to take care of themselves. Well, then a publisher, Wiser, came to us and said, could you guys turn that into a book? And we're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Shaheen was already with them. And in the meantime, I had this astrology thing. I was working with my first publisher. My first publisher was like, I don't know about this astrology. You're known as the tarot lady. Maybe, maybe this isn't the book for us right now. And I said, okay. So I took it over to Wiser. Wiser says, we want this. <laughs> and we got that published. And that book actually has been doing incredibly well. Yes, it is. Even though, yes. Even <laughs> though I'm the tarot lady, my astrology book has been, it's been like in the top 10 on Amazon since it's been out. And it's been out a year, which yeah. is unbelievable. And then I just released um, Tarot No Questions Asked, which is a tarot book. It's a manual with all the lessons and tarot sizes and advice that I've collected over the years with my students and we put that together and um, I just did the little white book for uh, I helped Shaheen Mira with his tarot deck and I've got new projects coming out next year but I can't talk about them oh my gosh well I just have to tell you I don't know if I ever told you this but like especially over this last two years I've been mm -hmm practicing myself and reading and reading for my family and reading for our, just getting used to like and and sometimes I was I was like, well, you're not really following the book that came with this deck. So is that right? And I just I feel like I was already kind of going in this intuitive reading kind well, of first, direction. First of all, Pisces are all naturally intuitive. 
Yeah. I mean, Pisces and Scorpios are the most psychic sign of the zodiac, really. When someone says I'm a Pisces or Scorpio, I'm like, of course you are. Of course you're psychic. <laughs> and so it's very natural for them. That doesn't mean the other signs aren't intuitive, but those signs are just very naturally intuitive yeah. because they're in touch with their feelings. Cancers too, but cancers will sometimes put a little shell over them. Whereas Pisces and Scorpio, I just find they are like open, open, open. And so it's natural. And as far as the meanings of the books, I think learning the traditional meanings is important because it's a jumping off point that will help your intuition develop. But ultimately, your intuition is going to tell you exactly what those cards mean. Yeah. Those cards all have universal archetypes. And everybody knows something like when they see a picture of a tower exploding, we have an idea what that means. Shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> exactly. You know, and your intuition will help you to find the meanings in those cards. So... Um, learn the basic meanings by all means, but also know that your your own instincts will help you to find the story there. Yeah. Do you work with a lot of people who are trying to, you know, develop that skill or? You Absolutely. Know, yeah. And are those people the ones that are in like the business part of Patreon? I'm just curious. Well, it's interesting because um, there's a lot of people who want to develop their tarot skills, but not necessarily they don't, they don't want a business. Uh, yes, I just I just assume because I'm that's yeah. in my mind all the time. But like. the people who do the business thing, they're very serious about getting the the tarot stuff down. They want to be more confident readers. Yeah. And, you know, and I think it's very important. And I'm going to say this, too, about classes. I think it's important to keep studying your whole life. If you're mm -hmm. learning tarot, astrology, or business, you need to keep studying because things evolve, you evolve, things change. So the people who come into the business part of it, they want to feel confident in their readings, and they also want to feel really confident about being out there in the world, which for people who enter the type of work that I do, it's very scary to be out there saying, hey, I'm a tarot reader, because there's a lot of stigma that comes with it. It's gotten better over the years thanks to people like me that are out there. But there still is some, you know, there's still people who are like, oh, well, if my family finds out they're religious, they're going to be upset. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about them. You're not reading for them. Who cares? Yeah. No, I, that's that's really interesting. I'm I'm curious just because, you know, I do have that. I know what you're talking about in terms of that confidence. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I've thought about it sometimes. I'm like, I could totally go incognito, put some fake nails on and like have like a camera down on my reading and just like not be Anne. I, I know this is crazy if I'm actually telling you this. I can't believe I'm saying it out loud. But but then I was just like, uh, then I start thinking about that confidence piece, which is something mm -hmm. that the, the people that I like actually read quickly because mm -hmm. th they're not filtering whatever's coming through. Yeah, I don't filter a damn thing. I just and you don't. Yeah, mind. you definitely don't. And some people you can kind of tell that they're a little they're a little bit hesitant. They're not really, you know, but some people are like, brr, brr, brr. it's almost like they can't stop it. Yep. <laughs> That's the way it is. Once you have the confidence in your intuition, it comes like a ticker tape. And there are also there's other things that will cause somebody to be a little bit more hesitant. Sometimes it's a confidence issue. Sometimes also there's an ego thing getting in the way. They really want to come off like they're very profound. They want to come off like they know so much. And you know what? When you've got some kind of an ego thing in the background, you're going to also stumble. You've got to be egoless. You've got to be okay with being wrong you've got to just be in there letting it fly yeah. and not trying to be something you're not and when you do that then it floats then you are hitting your groove yeah and what you're saying is actually great advice for someone who has a business 
<laughs> Do. Yeah, be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot now because I know, are we still, Mar- is Mars still in retrograde or is it leaving? Yeah. When is that leaving? Okay. So get this. So Mercury is going retrograde on October 13th. Mother. Mars is retrograde in Aries. And Mars loves being in Aries, but retrograde in Aries, well, we got a chance now to really review our relation with aggression and our relationship with anger. And it's also got that feeling of a volcano wanting to blow. So Mercury retrograde is joining this retrograde party. And Mercury goes direct on the afternoon of the election in the U.S. And we do not get Mars direct until like 10 days later. So, you know, people are predicting that it's probably going to be a messy election and it won't be decided till 10 days later. I don't believe that second part. I don't. But I think there's going to be a lot of anger about this election, no matter who wins. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's interesting, though. Like, maybe it will be decided, but it will take 10 days for some of the initial whatever to calm the F down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, you know, there's going to be ballots that still need to be counted. But I think I think we're going to have a good idea on Election Day who the president is. And I think that Mars retrograde is going to have a lot of mad people. But they're mad. You know what? There's always someone mad every election, really. Seriously. There really is. There really, there's always mad people. (laughs) Yes. People people calling fake. (laughs) Oh, it's ridiculous. It's like, listen, just let's just get this together and let's handle our business people. So what would you say then for, for people who are, you know, launching and doing things during that they're already started, they're already in progress, they're doing things now this month coming up like october ish um what do you say to people like during this kind of a time like well first first of all if anybody is going to be launching anything they should always have an astrologer look at the planets first of all to make sure that the planets are on your side i'm a firm believer in that everything that i do in my business i always check the planets first i check the planets every day like a farmer looking at the almanac yeah because astrology is actually very helpful for business you know nothing i do is ever not done without some thoughtful timing. So that is a tip that everybody needs to know. But in general, I do not launch new things during a Mercury or Mars retrograde. Never. So if it's Ever. a relaunch or it's just like continuing a promotion that's yep. already kind of up, then that's good. That's all fine. Just And a relaunch is fine. If you've done something a million times, it doesn't matter what time of year. I mean, you can still time things better. But a, when it's Mars retrograde or Mercury retrograde, especially those two, do not launch a new business. Interesting. Okay. I'm all about that. I love, I actually, I also believe in that and checking those dates. I'm going to have to, you don't have any, you don't have private anything left, do you? Well, right now everything is shifting gears. I have the AstroBiz Digest, which is a weekly forecast subscription service for people. And that list gives people access to the entrepreneur cast, which is a very, very specialized service that that actually might be going the way of the dodo bird because it's so labor intensive and people get angry at me when it sells out and you know frankly Anne, here's where the sensitivity comes when people get mad at me and start sending me crap emails because something gets sold out i get rid of the product then i'm like you're not going to do that you're like that's not how this works okay you want to make me feel like crap bye now everybody loses because you do you know, which is kind of bratty, but that's, that's um, you know, I grew up in a household where if one kid bought 
all of us got it. So I'm kind of like the same mentality. Okay, you want to send crappy emails because you didn't get in? I'm just taking this away now. How's that? Yeah. No, I I'm I totally get you because that there's there's nothing worse than someone complaining that they can't you know get whatever it is because of their own inability to you know be there on time while it was still available. Well, so. you know, also it's really ridiculous because it's always. Uh, I had another product too, the TarotCast. I had to like stop putting it out there because I got so many angry emails from people who couldn't get in because it's sold out. And I'm like, do you write to Madonna and complain if you don't get tickets to the concert? No, but why do you feel it's okay to send me a guilt trip? Why is yeah. it okay for you to send me a nasty email? Because they saying, think you're going to be a softie yeah. and just be like, oh, come on in. Don't worry. Exactly. And you're like, Can you nope. make an exception? No, yeah. I don't make an exception. And if you're going to be crummy like that, well, here, we're going to take it away then. How's that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I actually love that. I love that as a way to, you know, because if something then becomes so, such, so, res like, it's almost like it adds resistance to your ability to even launch it and put it out there. You I know? don't enjoy it anymore. It's it's not fun. It. Yeah. And if I'm not having fun in my business because you're making me feel like garbage because you didn't get in, then it is not it's not worth it for me. I'm yeah. not motivated by money. Yeah. I'm motivated by doing my thing. And that's one thing people don't understand. Why am I an entrepreneur? I'm an entrepreneur because I want my freedom to do my things the way I want to do them. And I do not do well being told what to do. Yeah. So the last thing I am happy about is when I have people on my case getting mad if they don't like that something's sold out. Why don't you be happy for me that something's sold out? Yeah. Or, oh, bummer. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, gee, when, when, one, when there's a service that I want, when it sells out where it's not available, I don't look at it like, oh, my God, I can't get a massage from Ashante because she's booked up. I'm like, oh, my God, so great. She's doing great. I'm yeah. happy for her. I can yeah. wait. Yeah, I can wait. I'll put my name on the list. I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait for the next one. So, yeah, you got you got to act quick and know when things are coming out, but you got to pay attention um, yeah. and be grateful that it was out there. And that just means it's worth the wait if you missed out. Absolutely. So, OK, so where can where can we? Well, obviously, we can go to Amazon and get Mastering the Art of Intuitive Reading. And all of the other books are there as well. I have Astrology for Real Life on my Kindle. Yay. So I, I look things up all the time on that. And I I thought I ordered the No Questions Asked tarot, but I haven't received it. So I have to go check my biz box, biz post office it, box. And it also it might have been, uh, they might have sold out. Because I know it did for a while. And I, thought I, ordered pre I thought I pre-ordered it when it was. Because oh. I feel like back then, and I remember going to the page again, and it said, this will ship on. So I think it might uh, be at yeah, my, yeah. my post office. Um, Got to go there and get it. I know. There's actually two packages there for me. But it's a surprise. So we'll see. But where else can we get to know you and, you know, be part of your world? Well, people can always get to the website, thetarolady.com. And if they click on access, you can find information about the Patreon account. You can get on my newsletter. You can learn about all the things that I'm up to. Um, it can tell you also where about my books. I've got free horoscopes on there, uh, classes, tarot information, a whole tarot, da tarot database. Um, the Astrobiz Digest, which is for entrepreneurs. It's a subscription horoscope 
service. So there's, there's a lot going on at my hub and my podcast. And on social media, you can find me all over with the handle, the tarot lady. My favorite is Twitter and Instagram is the other place you find me. I don't spend much time on Facebook, so um, you'll find me there, but I'm mostly on Twitter and Instagram. I Can I just say that all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but in the last six to eight months, I've been more into going through Twitter. Like, it, it, like it came back for me and probably yes. everyone else. I think just more people like enjoyed it. Twitter, you have real conversations. Yeah, for sure. You have, and you know, I found, and this is just, this might just be me. When I'm on Facebook, I get so depressed. I'm like, oh my God, all people do here is complain. And I can find humor. I can find funny stuff. I find great conversations on Twitter. And on Instagram, there's all kinds of beautiful pictures and interesting conversations happening there. But Twitter's where my favorite conversations happen. Yeah. I find I find that I'm I'm definitely reading and interacting there as opposed to Instagram where I'm just kind of scrolling and looking. That's true. And Facebook just depresses me, so I'm not even going to talk about that. Ugh, I barely spend any time there. I want to go see whose birthday it is, but then I want to get out of there as fast as possible. (laughs) I know, I know. Oh, my God. Well, Teresa, it's been amazing catching up. I can't wait for people to check out your books, check out the latest book, especially that just launched this month, Um, right? It just launched yes. like a couple weeks ago, I think, right? Just launched a couple weeks ago. It's Tarot No Questions Asked, Mastering the Art of Intuitive Reading. I love it. So if you want to check out Teresa, make sure to go check her out at The Tarot Lady pretty much everywhere. And yeah, I love it. Thank you so much again for joining us today. Joining Thank- me, joining us. Thank you for having me, Anne. This has been great. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and conversation with the tarot lady, Teresa Reed. If you want to connect with Teresa, the best way to do that is head over to Twitter at the tarot lady and also over on Instagram at the tarot lady. You can follow her, join her on one of her daily live streams or just head to her website. I've put all those links below along with some links to some of her books and amazing things that she's up to. And let me just tell you, I'm gonna just give you fair warning right now. Once you're in her world, you're in her world. And she's amazing. I think you're gonna just love her. All right, if you enjoyed today's episode and you just wanna share that with some other people, then head over to iTunes and rate and review the show so that other people just like you can find these episodes. And you know what? I've actually interviewed Teresa before, so I'm going to put that link down below too. All right. Have a great rest of your week and I will chat with you soon. Bye.